Okay, we're back. This is the Scared Monkeys Radio Network. In tonight's Missing Person segment, a reward of up to $25,500 for any information leading to the whereabouts of Brian Schaefer, an OSU medical student who was last seen at the Ugly Tuna Saluna near the OSU campus on April 1st, 2006. Um, at the time... Uh, Brian's date of birth is the uh, 2nd of uh, November, 1979. He was 27 years of age, approximately 6 foot 2 inches, uh, 160 to 165 pounds, eyes hazel. He has a tattoo of a pearl jam symbol on the upper right arm. Anyone with information on the disappearance of Brian Schaefer has been missing again uh, since 2006 is encouraged to call Central Ohio Crime Stoppers uh, at 1-877 in that area, 645-8477. Tonight we have Randy Schaefer, uh, Brian's dad, with us on the phone. And I know that Tim Miller and the group from Texas EquiSearch are involved in a search for Brian. Randy, how are you this evening? It's fine, thank you. Tell us about your son. Uh, What we don't hear about in missing person cases sometimes is about the person themselves, and then we'll get into the search. Well, Brian, uh, as a lot of people know, he was a medical student at Ohio State University. Uh, He was uh, uh, extremely smart. He really worked hard to get uh, to where he was at. Uh, He uh, was a very good-looking student. He, uh, uh, like I said, uh, studied uh, an awful lot to achieve what he wanted to achieve as far as that. he was uh, tenth in his uh, class in 2005, and that's uh, not 10%. He was tenth in the class as far as that. So he was really up there, but he really worked hard to get there. And uh, he just uh, an outstanding athlete. Uh, and in uh, high school, he was a very good tennis player. He was uh, when he was a freshman. He was, uh, I think, uh, actually a freshman. He was a, uh, I think. Uh, um, number two players for his singles as far as that and he was number one player when he was uh, a sophomore as far as that so he was just a excellent athlete played baseball also somewhat uh, he was pretty good at baseball but uh, he kind of jumped around because he had so many different uh, talents he was a, what I call it a natural athlete uh, he just excelled in anything he did as far as uh, athletics as far as that and uh, he said got into med school and uh, was doing really good and everything and then uh, and my uh, wife, uh, his mom, passed away, and that's uh, very tragic for both of us. Right. Uh, in 2006, uh, March the 6th is when she passed away, and then Brian uh, came up missing three weeks after that. Uh, wow. A tremendous stress for both of us. Wow. You know, it seems like when it rains, it pours. Uh, let's go back to April 1st, 2006. When did you find out that Brian was missing? Well, Brian was uh, supposed to come over to my house uh, Saturday, which would have been April the 1st, and helped me uh, kind of clean house a little bit, and he had that in the back of his mind. And uh, I uh, ate dinner with him Friday night. Uh, we went to a restaurant in Reynoldsburg, uh, which was the uh, uh, Outback Steakhouse that uh, my wife and I uh, went, to, went to for quite a few years as far as that. And uh, for whatever reason, I uh, wanted to go back that night uh, with him and take him out to eat, and so he... Uh, had that, uh, you know, definitely wanted to do that, and we went out to eat that night, and uh, he uh, gave me a little more comfort uh, than what I uh, gave him, because uh, I was uh, a little bit emotional that night, because it's sure. uh, one place that we went a lot, as far as my wife, and 
actually got the same dinner, and uh, he always drank Long Island iced tea, so I got the Long Island iced tea. And Brian, uh, so funny, he uh, he never got anything to drink when uh, he would uh, go out with me or with uh, my wife and uh, myself, and uh, he'd just get water as far as that. And then uh, we were together to about, uh, oh, I think we met at 7.30, close to 8.30, something like that, when we parted, and uh, he was uh, going to go out that night with... Uh, friend Clint and uh, had a few drinks and uh, just kind of relaxed a little bit because uh, it was just so hard that month because uh, with his mom passing and he had to try and catch up on studies and uh, try and get there and uh, uh, catch up so he was ready for his boards uh, pretty close at the end of the quarter as far as that and he did reach that status and uh, his last test I think was like an 89 which uh, I thought was pretty darn good for considering all the stress that he was dealing with with losing his mom and uh, yeah, right. everything else, and uh, he did achieve that, and uh, he was ready to go for a vacation with his girlfriend the following week, and uh, he went out that night, was going to go out about, uh, I think about 9.30, time he met up with those guys, and uh, it was about when it started as far as that, and then uh, all of a sudden he ended up at the Ugly Tuna Bar, and around uh, exactly 1.57 in the morning, I mean, I told him down to the last minute as far as one things happened that he uh, disappeared and uh, there was no trace of him meeting that uh, establishment that night. The investigation, uh, what's its status now? Well, uh, I uh, do talk to John Hurst and uh, I do talk to uh, the detectives somewhat every once in a while and, uh, and uh, as far as what they tell me, they absolutely have no clue whatsoever as yet as far as what happened to Brian at all. There's nothing to say that there was anything uh, or was any mischief or foul play and nothing the other way to say that uh, you know, he just took off which is one attitude that I get totally frustrated with right. uh, Brian was uh, him and I were fairly close naturally not as close as he was to his mom but uh, he uh, he loved his brother and they were much closer after my wife passed away so just to think that he uh, took off as something would suggest every once in a while he just needed time alone this is no he couldn't do that to me or to his brother. Have there been friends questioned? Uh, I've got some information here that there may be a friend that decided not to um, not to say much more about this whole case. As in uh, his, his friend Clint? Is that what you're referring to? Right. Yeah, he, uh, I don't know. He, uh, he was there in the beginning, and uh, he uh, went to uh, actually... Uh, I think Sunday night we went out, we went through all the dumpsters, uh, searching, just uh, fearing that maybe somebody beat him up, and hopefully I might find him. So uh, right. I don't think there's too many dumpsters that we missed that night until almost 2 o'clock in the morning. And he was with us throughout uh, putting up flyers and uh, a lot of the things that we did as far as that. And then all of a sudden uh, we did an interview with uh, that was the Rita Cosby show, and uh, <clears throat> he was... Uh, on that show, he didn't like to do interviews, but he told me that, uh, you, know, but, you know, if you want me to, I'll, I'll do it. And, well, I'd kind of like you to do it. You know, you were Brian's friend as far as that. So, uh, sure. So he did, and uh, one thing that a lot of people were upset about was he kind of insinuated that Brian was a ladies' man. And I know Alexis, Brian's girlfriend, was very upset about that because Brian really was not a ladies' man. He was just a good-looking guy that uh, he, was, he was a magnet for females. Right. I mean, they take one look at him, you know, and uh, they can come over and just start talking to him. And that, that doesn't mean that he was a ladies' man. No, no, absolutely not. And, uh, you know, it's the investigation that's important in finding your son. Now, Tim Miller, my friend Tim Miller from Texas Equisearch, is uh, 
working with you and, and the law enforcement now in a search. Tell us about that. Well, uh, I had uh, found out about him just through uh, Brian's website that uh, a female had created in Louisiana, which is very good. And uh, I read every response on that website. Uh, it's like 90 or uh, I think, uh, yeah, 90 pages on it now. And uh, someone is saying you need to maybe try this out as far as tag the safety search. And it, uh, here's the website to check it out. So uh, so I did do that. Uh, I looked at it on the Internet and uh you got to fill out a form, you know, with the uh, case number, which I had all that information, everything, you know, and then send them a, uh, a current picture of your son or daughter. And immediately after you do that, you're supposed to call them up, which I did. And uh, it was a matter of uh, a few minutes that we, uh, let me get Tim Miller on the phone, you know. So I talked to him immediately and uh, said he would be up here in about three weeks. That escalated into uh, about a week and a half because he was working on a girl in Canton. Right. In Ohio, so that's when he came and... Uh, at the same time, I'd always ask him uh, if he would also uh, look into uh, Tony uh, Luzio's son, if he could. Uh, I wanted to get Tony's information and send it at the same time I sent mine, but uh, we never seemed to get things together. I, I'm very good at doing a few things on the computer as far as I created uh, maybe a form of PDF so I could type it up, and I sent that to Tony. And Tony didn't have Acrobat on his computer, which was the problem. He couldn't get it typed up, and uh, I just finally decided to go ahead and do it and just talk to Tim. Can you please help this guy out also when you come? And... Uh, Here's his uh, number. He's a Columbus policeman. He's got all the info as far as the case and all that stuff. You know, and he said, "Yes, I'd be glad to." So, so they came in a matter of a week and a half, and we're here uh, start looking for uh, my son, which I was very happy they came that soon. I couldn't believe they came that quick. That's great. That's great. And uh, what is the status of the search now? Well, we uh, checked a lot of areas out, uh, and actually, they did a lot of searching up the Shaughnessy Dam for Tony's son. They figured he was around that area as far as that, and I know they were in the area as far as searching water. I think uh, um, I know they had problems getting into a quarry that I want to want to have them look at because it was active, and they said they were actually dynamiting. So I don't think they really got to go in that quarry as far as that. But uh, right. they pretty much I know they checked for Tony as far as land. Uh, we checked an awful lot uh, Saturday and Sunday for just Brian with uh, probably uh, a good. Uh, 100 volunteers uh, and uh, people that just kept coming. and uh, Didn't really, uh, luckily, didn't find anything other than that they did discover some uh, uh, deer skeletons, I believe, and I think someone did mention uh, a few human bones as far as that, but as far as I know, it didn't amount to anything. And uh, what we actually managed to do was just cover a lot of area and uh, find some places that Brian was not. Right. Which uh, I guess that's a good thing also. So, you know, there's some places we don't need to. Look any more as far as that, but there were some areas that were uh, the brush was pretty heavy, and that they're going to come back in November, and uh, when uh, things have uh, lightened up a little bit as far as the leaves and uh, the brush uh, and all that stuff, so they can uh, maybe take a little bit better look at some places and possibly even recheck a few areas as far as that. Well, you, you can't find better people than Tim Miller and the folks at Texas EquiSearch. Uh, Randy, our thoughts and, and prayers are with you, and hopefully you'll get some answers uh, regarding your son, and you're welcome back on this program anytime. So I did want to mention as far as that was. Uh, sure. It kind of bothered me somewhat, but uh, in the early stages, uh, you know, I uh, think that uh, money would mean a lot as far as uh, finding something, but uh, Joe Bamana had to put up uh, a reward for Brian and add to the uh, reward to make it a hundred grand, and uh, it still didn't uh, seem to help as far as getting any responses. But uh, I just hope that that didn't hurt anything too much as far as people out there, uh, you know, that would, uh, you know, if they uh, 
know something, thinking that, uh, well, here's a guy that was donating money to uh, help in the search as far as that, and all of a sudden uh, he's uh, a fraud, right. which he was, which uh, upset me quite a bit as far as that, that uh, somebody could do that and, uh, you know, not follow up with it. That's just, just, it's kind of sick to me, really. Yep, but I, I know people in their hearts of hearts are, are wanting to help the best they can, and, and we'll keep um, doing what we can here on the radio station and have you back on any time. I appreciate you guys so much, and thank you so much for doing it. Thank you, Randy. Right, Take care. So